guys. Welcome back to the Great Room Podcast. I'm Amanda. I'm Sadie. Rick. And shout out to Seamus. That's a fact, Seamus. Podcast. Stop for getting us Hooking lit. us up tonight. Yeah. Let's hope I can still speak tonight. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. What do you do? What do you do for a living besides this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I bartend. And oh. this podcast. Really taking the shine away from Seamus there, are you? Oh, well, no, he's way better than I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, well, I mean, it's well documented. I cook for a living, so, you know, there's that. And it takes up a lot of my time. Yes. You know, with and, that being said, and, go ahead. And you? Yeah, I'm an administrator at a hospital. <laughs> and it's a lot more... Administrating that pussy. <laughs> no, it, it sounds pretty boring. Yeah, it's a lot more boring than it sounds, but it pays the fucking bills. That's what I'm talking about. Insurance, 401. All right, what the hell are we talking about? Um. Okay, so we all got, you know. Day jobs. We all got day jobs. <laughs> it's apparent, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, do you ever find yourself hanging out with your coworkers? A little flat. Sorry. <laughs> um, I feel like it takes a lot for me to do that. Like, I have to see, like, who breaks the rules and who's the work snitch. So I kind of, like, separate them. The work snitch. Yeah, because, like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah. always that. Oh, absolutely. Yep. That's, like, such an op for no reason. Like, you're, like, twice my age. Get a life. <laughs> <laughs> Showing your boss your Instagram stories. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, what the hell? I swear it was sick. <laughs> But, yeah, and then I decide, like, okay, let's see how we are, like, during lunch. Cool. Let's see if we get drinks after work. Okay, cool. Maybe you can get my Instagram. But, like, for the most part, like, as far as most of my coworkers know, I have no social media. <laughs> Sounds too strategic. Like It is. For me, it's, yeah, it's none of that. Like, it's just I get a feel for someone, you know. So I'm not, like, you know, oh, we're all working together, so we have to hang out now. Like, no, no, I get a feel for you. And I could tell good people and I could tell slimy, mm -hmm. sleazy, yeah. sneaky, mm -hmm. slithery snakes. <laughs> like, so with that being said, it's like, um, yeah, it just happens naturally. Where it's like because we're spending that time around each other and we're like, we're really getting to know each other. And it's something that's happening organically and genuinely. Then, you know, maybe we'll get a drink, or, you know, here and there get a little bite or whatnot, and, mm -hmm. uh, and most times it happens in a group setting where it's like we all fuck with each other. The interesting uh, kind of, I guess, situation that I find myself in uh, the last five years or so is um, as you climb up the ladder in, uh, in management, you kind of have to be a little bit more uh, – distant and picky and choosy with who you do that with and whatnot like because wait isn't that a rule though like you're not supposed to hang out with depending on the establishment that i mean it's one of those things that like for the most part it's frowned upon yeah it's like know? upper management can't be hanging out with your employees yeah because then you know it gets it things get dicey mm -hmm. you know what i mean because now you think you're my friend yes and you very well may be but you could you got to be careful with who you do that with because mm -hmm. so long as they understand that like There's a you're the boss yeah and like at the end of the day you know, you're not going to get off the hook because we had drinks, right. you know, last Thursday. And, like, yeah. mm -hmm. I, I'm still here to conduct my my job. And, like, you're, and you're not going to get in the way of that. To, yeah. yeah. Right. So 
it gets it, you have to be picky and choose. It just you know goes back to that like you know don't shit where you eat type deal. Mm-hmm. And um, but like you know when like I'll do it with management with other men, like we'll go out and we'll you know mm-hmm. because we have first off you you have that relationship because you're dealing with each other and you you understand the stresses right mm-hmm. um so but like yeah with with generally speaking it's just something that's not that calculated like Sadie was saying for me it's just like you know I fuck with you guys I fuck with you guys let's go let's go get a drink let's go just vibe yeah I feel like I've met some like even till this day like I've met some people that like we met at work and we no longer worked at that establishment, but we still maintain the friendship. Um, I've met some of my friends at my jobs. Yeah, for sure. But is there like an age difference or is it people around your age? Because um, I'm always the youngest yeah, person at my departments every time. I feel like it's like people like a little older, maybe a little younger, but like more or less same age group. Like I hate of. when I hear, oh, I have a daughter your age. I'm like, okay. Well, yeah, I feel like in that sense, like, I feel like there's very little that you may be able to, like, connect on. Like, you guys don't have that much in common if there's that big of an age difference. I mean, not always, but. um, I mean, sometimes, because there are some coworkers I've had that, like, we no longer work in the same department, but, like, we're still cool. We have each other on social media. Like, I'll do the whole social media thing after I leave. And Uh that determines, like, picky and choosy. I'm very picky and choosy. Like, yeah. I've had a coworker get upset and, like, tell my boss, oh, Sadie doesn't really talk to me. And then my boss was like, oh, what's, what's going on? I was like, I talk to her, just not about my personal life. Like, we talk about work-related things. Like, That's I, a little weird. Yeah, but, like, I try. Sadie's mixy. I'm not mixy. <laughs> I just don't fuck with people. Like... I moody, feel like that's rather. a little, little weird because if you're maintaining just like a level of professionalism, that's like what I'm, I'm for to do. yeah, for that person to like go out of their way to be like, oh, well, she's not really talking to me. It's like that's like starting some shit. Like I don't have to be your friend. Like right. we work together. Like, right. That's weird. Forced, all forced. It it's is. just like you know, yeah. it, it, it's mm. it's either it's either going. First off, let's identify this right. Being in the food industry, mm-hmm. they you're constantly spending your time around these people. So I'm seeing them more than I'm seeing my significant other, my family, my friends. I mean, I just had a stretch from September to literally the the end of January where I only saw these people. You people didn't see me for months. You know, I couldn't even shoot the podcast. I was so, Mm -hmm. like, drenched in work that, yeah, naturally, the, the only social life that I do have is if I do leave at, like, you know, midnight and I grab a drink down the block for a little bit and then head home. Right. Afterward, otherwise, I'm gonna lose my mind because I'm literally going to work, coming home, going to work, coming home. So, yeah, you 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 develop rapport with people. At least I do, and I, I think, you know, I'm not a I'm not a dick. I've worked with enough dickheads that, like, you know, I, the way that I manage, it's fair. People respect that. They, you know, so, you know, I I I, I get these relationships that are natural, that are organic. Yeah, that we just we feel each other and um, you develop a sense of care for each other. And that's that that would, you know, piggybacking on on our last episode that would go into, you know, acquaintances. And these are people that oftentimes, honestly, if you look at my friend group, Mm. most of which uh, 
they started in the industry because you're spending your time yeah. like crazy around. Like I wouldn't be surprised if my wife is a bartender or a maitre d yeah. or a, like, you know, it, it's mm. just that's where you're spending all your time. That's what I, um, so. one of our last one of our previous episodes, like we had mentioned, like dating people like do you shit where you eat? But in terms of like dating people that you work with and I, I feel like I had made that point where it's like that's where you're spending so much of your time. So I feel like the same way it applies to like you meeting someone you might date, like you could very well find friendships at your job. And I remember like, um, sorry, not that I remember, but specifically <laughs> at the job that I'm at now, I think it's it's a very different culture that like my boss has implemented where he really, and I know other places are like this where everyone is family. Like we're just one big family, you know? Yeah. But I, there's only at my bar, there's just three bartenders and then the owner. And we are, we're very close knit. Like, and he wants it that we're, that we're basically like friends with each other. Like he, takes us out like every other week if mm-hmm. not every week mm-hmm. um he'll take us all out to dinner and yeah. like That's like good. on him yeah and it's the nicest freaking thing and like we really all do get along like it's almost yeah. like he has these like bonding moments like built in for us yeah and it i feel like it totally di- dictates everything yeah like it kind of set the tone to like how we are with one another and especially i love things like you know if someone wants to call out or whatever, the fact that we have built this level of, I know how you feel about this word, but this level of friendship with one another, it's like, you ever have like one of your coworkers want to call out from work and they hit you with like, oh, I just, I woke up and I'm not really feeling good today. Like, do you think you could cover me or whatever? But you just feel like it's some bullshit. Yeah. Like I'd rather you just not be real a, not a and thing be in like, my field, but I understand. Yes, like, <laughs> so cover me. That's one thing that I like. I love. There have been moments like that, but it's not bullshit. It's just mm-hmm. like, yo, like I'm really not feeling it today. Like, can you please cover me? And it's just like, all right, heard you. Like, cause yeah. and I have it in the back of my mind that like there very well might be a day where I feel the same way, or I don't want to work because there's an event that I want to go to, and I'm not gonna feel. Like, I can't be honest about that because right. you called me last week wanting to call out because you were too hungover. It's like, it just leaves this level of, like, respect for everyone Absolutely. to just, so I, just be honest. Yeah, just be real and yeah. there's no... I think the only way that that could be effective is if it's genuine from the get and it sounds like your right. boss makes it, it, puts an emphasis on it to make sure that it's understood that mm-hmm. it is genuine. And that's exactly like, for what example, it is. When I go, when I come into a new account, I remember when I, when I, went, when I started my last... Uh, job and I came into this new account. My my company had this thing of like saying we're family, and I always hate I when hate jobs say that because people ain't fucking here for families. We yeah. have families. People are here for money. Mm-hmm. They're here for money. We're here to get paid. Okay, hit miss me with the family shit. It doesn't resonate with someone like me, and I know a lot of people that doesn't. You have kids. You're trying to pay bills. Right. Fuck that. You know. So I remember I came in and I had a meeting with all my with my staff, and I said, listen, I want to tell you guys a little bit about me. You're never going to hear this family shit from me, okay? <laughs> You're going to hear it from me if it's genuine, when we are an actual family. Right now, we're not a family. Right now, we're people here for paychecks, including myself, okay? All I'm asking for is that, is that I'll, the same way I'm going to be real with you guys, mm-hmm. I'm going to hold you guys to a standard. I'm yeah. going to be real. You guys hold me to that same standard. It's mm-hmm. going to be respect. It's going to be honesty, and we're going to go off that. 
And then once that's established, there's, you know, they're like, oh, wow. There's because people respect mm-hmm. that uh, forwardness. Right. Well, and, let me, oh, my fault. I didn't mean to cut you off. I wanted to add something too, though. Go ahead. Well, when I worked at Costco, yeah, I had a supervisor named Robbie. And he's probably the only coworker in the whole history of ever working I hung out with. And that, you know, you just got to find somebody that's, that's cool, you know, cool people. And it actually benefits, I think, you know, you know it's, a, it's a blessing and a curse. But I think, you know, depending on who it is, it's a blessing because, you know, Robbie, we hung out outside. We went to like a sneaker convention in the city and we hung out and spent the whole day together. He bought me lunch and all that shit. And um, it actually made it easier for me at work because now he understands, like, I'm a cool dude. He don't got to yell at me and... He kind of went easy on me because you know, sure. we're kind of right. boys now. That's a supervisor, you know. You know, and the manager, manager used to yell at me, but yo, you need to be faster. You, you, you know, got my back. Yo, let me help you out with this. Let's get it done. That's right. Because right. we hang out outside of work, and so you know, like we all, we we all humans too. At the end of the day, one hundred percent. That's exactly when you when you. I, I like to. I'm not gonna come off the the bat talking like uh, let let my actions speak for it. You know, right. so I'll let you. You'll see that I give a fuck about you because genuinely. I think you get the most out of people when they know you generally give a fuck about them. Mm-hmm. That's how I operate. So, you know, that, but that's to be established, you know, by your actions yeah. and in time. It's not forced. You, know, you guys like, know how much I hate forced. Yeah, but I feel like, as you said, being in management, it sets the tone. Like, my boss is super cool. Like, he gets everyone together, and he's pretty much real with everyone about what's going on. And doesn't leave anyone in the dark about what's going on with like management, higher ups, like any conversations that are had, the whole department is aware of. And it it feels good knowing that like, okay, there's somebody that gives a shit whether I'm here or not. Yeah. And then it sets the tone for everyone else because if someone says, oh, hey, I'm not going to be in this day or I'm leaving early, I'm like, okay, do what you got to do. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Like I'm the type of person that I'm like, okay, I can handle shit whether I have people working with me or I'm working by myself. Yeah. But like, I know that when I take off, everything is fine. Like I hate when like, if someone was to take off and then you go in and they leave you with like all the bullshit to clean up or it's like, I got to double check your work or whatever. Like for me, I leave everything very like, there's no question about anything. Like everything is in an email. Uh There's no need to call me. (laughs) There's, you know, there's no mess left to clean up or Nothing to follow up on because everything is done. But I feel like you have to set that tone. So it's funny we're having this conversation because I actually, um, today I went to my uh, job to pick up my my stuff from my office and clean it out. So my last day was yesterday. So Oh, you told them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, know no, that. No, it's okay. done. I'm done. I'm done. So, so. Um, oh, you know, I, I forgot that like you were leaving that I remembered you got the other one. So I'm like, when are you starting? <laughs> Yeah, so I, I wrapped it up and I, okay. I I cleaned up my office yesterday and I went there to pick up all my my stuff and my my you know equipment and my books and all that. Um, so I go there. There's this uh, I have this front of the house waitress. She's this older Jamaican lady. Her name's Charmaine. She's so I love her. Right? She's like 52. She's always flirting with me. My handsome chef. Aww. You know, she's <laughs> like, oh my god, my he cooks the best. Cause I, that's how I got her off my cooking. She's mm-hmm. like, I, oh my god, chef. Cause she could cook her ass off too, like most yeah. Caribbean no, women. No, it's definitely Absolutely. like when you know? I realized I wanted to be your friend. And so, <laughs> and so, um, damn it, you got him you know, when he was good. I got him when he was starting. Like, <laughs> and so, and so, yeah. So she gravitated towards me, but. She's been out of work the last month and a half because she's been 
out taking care of her, her husband who has cancer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So she's been out. I haven't had the chance to let her know, like, I'm out of here. Aww. So she was gonna, She came back today and was like, where's Chef Rick? Aww. And they're like, he quit. And she started crying, <gasps> right? So, yeah, she started crying. So I come in this after. I came in, like, 11 o'clock. And I'm like, is that my girl? So I was like, ah! <laughs> she's like chef Frank like as she like Aww. leaped in my arm she goes let me touch. she goes I was so fucking pissed off she goes I can't believe I said he left me without sa-. I said <laughs> I would never leave you girl she goes that's right she goes cause you know she goes I'm just she goes once my husband kicks the bucket I'm waiting for you oh, oh my, my god, god. <laughs> <laughs> she goes Aww. you know this is here hot <laughs> and ready waiting I'm like I'm no the- she didn't I, she had wow. you roll she goes, she goes, it's just a matter of time, chef. <laughs> like, not, you're sick. not her counting down. You're sick. But she's just, you know, that's how they joke around. You know, the point being is like, I, my last day, I'm there, you know, I'm their boss, but, but they, I had this rapport with them that they all respected me because mm-hmm. I respected them. Right. And they knew I was fair. So I, you know, last day, chef, you know, take my number down. You know, let me get your number. Wherever right. you yeah, are, let me come co- with you. Didn't one of your coworkers like invite you to their wedding? Yeah, well, one Aww. of my one of my employees. Yeah, he he, he invited me to his wedding. Yeah, like, they must love and, you. And did he ask that, you to cook? No, that would be <laughs> fucked no, up. No, no, no. But um, <laughs> you know, yeah. So you 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 make these connections right. along the way. You make these connections along the way, and they they just I don't believe in them being forced. They're not. Yeah. I'm not obligated. You know, and yeah. neither neither are they. It's just when you know people genuinely care about you. Yeah. Like I'm actually going out next week with my whole crew from mm-hmm. over there. Like there, I was going out for dinner and we're Aww. because we we made that connection. Yeah. We, yeah. we I like making connections with people I work with. I feel like it's the only acceptable well, not the only acceptable time, but it is definitely an acceptable way of making new friends it's like someone that you worked with because they're the only ones that that. understand they're the only ones that understand that like you're in the trenches yeah and you go through like the day-to-day bullshit with that person especially when you're doing like stressful labor stressful work yeah i think you just grow very tight that's why you see people like police officers they're very tight Mm -hmm. um and you any any, I think any career that you're spending a long amount of hours, right. stress the stress levels are high, yeah, and uh, that there's high expectations. I think you're, you're, yeah, you're just naturally going to make those relationships. You know what's crazy? Because I feel like, well, I, how I talked about in the last episode when a new friend comes along and it's like they're joining season five. I was that new person in my department. I'm like the last one to join, and then you know, like I'm, I'm not saying treading lightly, but I'm just like. Kind of just feeling everyone out. You know, I get it, like, getting to know each other. I'm not the type of person to be that personable so quick, so soon. Yeah. So I'm and then you like, also have the little tippy-toe walk. So they're like, like, who's <laughs> this little, you know, Tinkerbell <laughs> bitch? Who's this ballerina? <laughs> not Tinkerbell. That's cute. See, but, he has that little... <laughs> but, like... Because I'll be having such a bad day, and because I'm still new, I can't talk to anyone. So I'll be like... Either in my car or the conference room, I'm like crying, and then I come out like, fine. (laughs) And everyone's like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "My contacts, damn, (laughs) my allergies." That's why you gotta like have your your work wife. Like that's your work bestie. That's so funny that you say that. You know what? I had a work bestie, but now she got 
a position where she works remotely. So we're always like, like talking over teams. Um, again, like my boss is like super cool. He like reminds me of my dad and uncle because he's always giving like all this advice and like, you know, so it's Aww. cool. But I feel like, again, it also varies on the age because, again, I'm the youngest. I've always been the youngest everywhere I work. So it's That's, like, yeah, it yeah. it's a different. Mm, I don't know. Like some people say, "Oh, are you going to like the holiday party?" I'm like, "No." Like I spend enough time here. I don't want. <laughs> I got so fucked up with that last year. <laughs> the videos are embarrassing. No, but it's like I feel like I spend enough time at work that I in, I thoroughly enjoy not being there. Mm. That I just that's where I don't want my worlds to collide. <laughs> yeah, I've been blessed. I've I've um I I've had a lot. Like I love my my. Uh, Co-workers and just my team, where my 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 employees, whatever. I just I get I connect with these people because I'm, I'm but I'm I'm personable, you know. I'm I'm personable, so I I just naturally get these relationships. You guys ever experience a time where like you befriended someone that you worked with and it kind of like backfired or just ended badly, didn't go the way you expected? Yeah, backstabbed. No, yeah. because I kind of feel it out from the jump. Like, I can tell, like, who's the work snitch, who's cool. Like, I feel like if I, if you've gotten to the point with me where I'm adding you on social media and we're cool, then I'm sure about you. You know what I mean? Like, I take my time for that reason. Because I would hate to feel, like, backstabbed at work and I got to fucking see you every day. Like, There's two elements to that, to answer your question. Yes. Um, one of them is... When I have befriended somebody who is one of my employees mm -hmm. and they feel as if because they're in good standings with me, they could slack off a little bit because yeah, Bend the rules. Chef Rick got my back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, yo, bro, come here real quick. Now we got to have a talk in the office. You know, like, But I feel like can't. there's a time and place. Like as long as everything is done and everything is. My, my, my thing is. Don't. Not don't, at work. No. Don't cross me. Yeah. You know, because now, now you're trying to, now, I feel like now you're trying to see how my heart beats. Let's see. Oh, is he, will he, will he press me? Right. You know, how much could I get away with? You're going to find out. That's awkward. Because if it comes down to you and me, it's going to be you. <laughs> like, <laughs> this, that's one. Right. The other element of when I was younger, it was, uh, and, and that's one thing that you got to like, you know, I've always very cognizant about now is when you have romantic relationships with somebody who works for you and uh that sounds kinky they you know because of that they especially feel as if they're emboldened because like well i have a special relationship with boss man yeah. you know and it's like no bitch get back to work <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, run along now. Like, you make any look bags. I, I, I got a crazy story about that, man, how that shit backfired. Not to me, thank God. Yeah. Uh, I Believe it or not, I, I used to work at Whole Foods. Oh, and, um, love Whole Foods. I, I had lived in Porchester. I had uh, two roommates. Both my roommates had worked at Whole Foods with me, too. Yeah. And believe it or not, this dude's name is I'm probably going to edit that out. Because this guy wild the fuck out, bro. He was like, he's like, he looked like a... Like a big Spanish dude, hairy, like, you know, kind of low self-esteem dude, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. There was a girl named, I'm going to edit this out, but her name is <laughs> I'm going to edit the hell out of this shit because this shit is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 
And basically, Shelby was like, uh, she's a you know, white girl. She kind of was built. You know what I mean? Yeah. She wasn't all that. Yeah. I was like, I'm not my type. Uh-huh. But, you know, she was like the, the store flirt. And uh. Ricky, the gamer that he is, like the gamer type of vibe that he is, like the big Fortnite, hairy, nerdy guy. Yeah. You know, he, you know, hey, what's up? And he shot his shot. Okay. You know, and they hung out. You know, he brought her back to the apartment. Mind you, this guy, he's definitely a German. And by German, I mean virgin. Okay. <laughs> so he takes her to the room, yada, yada, yada. Long story short, I guess she got, he got her drunk. And I don't want to say no, 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 no. But he tried to. Oh, no. Yada, yada. Ooh. You know what I mean? And she didn't know. She had no idea. Oh. That's fucked up. And um, long story short, I guess he thought that he was in the, in the like, he thought anything wrong with it. I mean, they didn't have sex. But I guess he, like, felt her up and shit while she, like, fell asleep on his bed or whatever. And um, I guess she was cool with her or whatever. Or didn't know. But long story short, he ended up, like, sending her dick pics and shit because he got too comfortable. And he ended up getting fired. Oh, shit. And um, I don't know. That's backfired for everybody. That backfired for me because I had to move out because he couldn't pay rent anymore. So Damn. <laughs> yeah. um, that story was horrific. Yeah, this guy was a is a crazy guy. Was a crazy guy, man. But he, you know, he swore he every time he got a haircut, he swore he was a Rico Suave. He was just Rico Sucio. Ew. Yo, look, honestly, we gotta talk about that. Sometimes a haircut could be a man's worst enemy. We just feel like we could fuck anyone's mom, you know. And it's it's dangerous. It's dangerous. But oh to his point, it's. That's that's something that I realized at a young age because I, I fucked up. I, I would use that power, if you will, or abuse that power a little bit. You know what I mean? Because well, alcohol. No, the whole <laughs> no, the whole like you know you're you're climbing up the ranks, and there are people, there are women that look at that and they're like, oh, oh, and so you get a little bit more, um, I guess. Gestures <laughs> or, or requests <laughs> <Options>. or opportunity <laughs> uh, presented to you when that's the case. And you have to be disciplined because one thing you can't do is fuck up the bag over Absolutely. some things. Well, I already said this a few episodes back. Like, my boyfriend works in a different department. <laughs> um, well, oh. I, have, I have this. So, a few years back, I want to say like six years ago. Um, I was working at this restaurant that had just opened up and I remember I was probably there for like the first eight months and within those eight months we had like maybe like four or five different managers that had came and went mm. and one of one of the managers I remember becoming like pretty cool with and then he was like training me to be the assistant floor manager uh-huh. And then he seemed pretty normal in the very beginning. And he was like, I don't know, showing me the ropes and stuff. I was like doing the schedules and stuff and figuring out like who has what tables. I see where this is going. No. So you probably don't. But he started to get comfortable with the fact that he was training me. And like we were cool and whatever. And then little by little, he started to like leave the restaurant. And then just like, Amanda, like watch the floor for me. Like I'll be back. Watch the floor, like you got this. Like, all right, cool. Like he's, you know, leaving me with a little responsibility. Uh-huh. And then time goes on, and these little breaks that he was taking kept getting longer and longer. And he just started to get fucking weird. Like he would come back and he's like, I don't feel good. I'm gonna go sit in the office, be gone for like a hot fucking minute. Mm-hmm. 
some time passes and it comes out that he has a fucking heroin problem. Oh shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He he had a a fucking heroin addiction and I remember like I don't know, point of my story is like because like he had his own fucking issues but because of that like he was leaving me with the restaurant for longer than like I could handle and it was just like I remember like times I'm calling him I'm like it's so fucking busy like it's so packed like I don't know what to do like we have people waiting blah blah mm-hmm. he's fucking disappearing and anyway long story short like he ended up um getting fired I remember like our kitchen was downstairs uh-huh. under the restaurant and I remember one day he was like coming up the stairs and he was holding like one of those huge trays that holds like maybe like eight plates some uh-huh. shit like that and he was like walking up the stairs and just like falls right into the wall Shit. and like all the plates fall like he got fired that day i mean it's not so much like like it, it sucked that like he was relying on me because like he was getting closer to me than like any other employee in the restaurant but it just it was hard on me like having to manage all the shit that's going on mm-hmm. and then just to come to find out that, like, he has this massive fucking drug problem. Like, I felt like I was taken advantage of just so he can, like, fucking That's go funny. off. I and, have like, a few stories like, and, like that, but we don't get it. Do whatever that. he please. Yeah, he ended up getting fired. Someone actually came to the restaurant after he was fired and came, like, fucking came with, like, a gun to the so, back where's door. Where's my money? Oh my God. Yeah, and was looking for him because, like, he, he owed the guy money or whatever. But, um, yeah. That's scary. Motherfucker came in strapped, like, ready to go. Yeah, that's the industry. <laughs> but, yeah, so you got to watch out, like, who's what? who's trying to befriend you yeah. in, in the industry? Because it, it can go left real quick. Yeah, people, I mean, you know, it's like anything else. People, uh, they'll, they'll latch on to you for clout. They'll latch on to you for opportunity. You got to be a good judge of character in life. Oh, yeah. And I remember, like, going through that and then completely second-guessing myself because it was, like, the fact that he had seen potential and my ability to become the, like, the floor, I forgot what it was, the fucking floor manager or whatever. Uh-huh. And, but because I learned that he had this fucking drug problem, I was like, am I even doing a good job? Like, I was, like, completely second-guessing, like, everything mm. that I was doing. It was like, oh, or was damn. he just using me to as, yeah, like, was I the weakest link? Like, <laughs> yeah, he needed you to run the floor because he had to do his crack. That's right. but, like, so literally. basically, well, before we wrap up, my fault though. Before we wrap up, I just wanted to ask you guys: What is like your staff party etiquette? Are you like when you have like a holiday staff party or a staff party or a holiday party or you know, do you guys get turned the fuck up and I show out? You wild, wild out, or you I guys like out. be like, oh, we're still in a, a business setting? No, I don't go. Wild out. <laughs> no, I wild out. I'm still like. We're in a business setting, but, like, I'll still, like, have fun. I'll still dance and, like, be silly me, whatever, but to an extent. Like, I'm not... I'm wilding out. I'm not twerking and shit. Nah. nah, You know what it is? At that point in time, they've already been around me for X amount of time that they know, like, open bar, I'm letting loose. First off, because you have those, that group of, like, boars. Someone's got to get it kicking. Someone's got to get it started. So yeah, I'm I'm dragging people onto the dance floor. I'm over here spinning people around. You know what like, it is like my you know, social that's good anxiety you know? won't let me go to that. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm having gang bangs like you know. No, yeah. like, like I just I separate work and my personal life, and I'm just like mm, whoever I'm cool with at work will hang out with me outside of there. I don't feel the need to go to a staff party. I don't like that responsibility. That yeah, responsibility. I won't, I won't no. go to yeah, all of being, them, but uh, you, sometimes. The responsibility of having that regret of wiling out the next day at work. Uh, 
No, it's yeah. just I have really bad social anxiety too. I'm just like. Or oh. really bad self control. No, <laughs> I get FOMO though. Like, and it's, I feel like really, it's, yeah. Yeah, if it's, everybody's wait, talking about the party the next day. Yes, exact for that exact yep. reason. It's like I'll get oh. FOMO, yep. and then it's like all the coworkers are chilling. And um, well, I work at a bar, so there have mm. been times where like my boss throws you know events just for like the regular customers that come in, and he'll lock the door, and it's like only a few people. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it is. It's pretty cool. And then as far as like us that work there the next day everyone's like chopping it Yo. up talking about what happened and then talking shit about like the customers that like couldn't handle their alcohol <laughs> and like oh my god you had to see this one like he was acting a whole fucking yep, fool everyone yeah. their phones see every the, the ones that i was like recently a part of they had they had a dj booth so i'm on that dj booth i'm getting oh, that shit kicking i'm over Hold here on. i got this yeah, i got this get the time. fuck up there's a mic over there i'm yeah. out like you know that's a good time you I, gotta... just, I just remembered i did go to a staff party but it was at a different job it was when i was bartending that was fun because like yo do me a favor one of these co-workers Hit us with the fucking vids no hit us with the vids because <laughs> we we know she's capping i want to see her loose yeah, freaking. I would love to see that. Yeah, just like fun videos of when you're out with your coworkers and shit. Yeah, Lord knows there's, there's yeah. more than enough to go around. But again, <laughs> it depends on the industry you're in and like the level it, of professionalism you have to keep. I just feel like this, you know, yes, it, it more so depends. Like now I got to taper it a little bit because mm -hmm. I'm more like I would really wild out when I was like, just an employee. You know I mean? Like I'm just bugging out. Like what? Like, what am I? Like again, like at my job, the staff parties are like with people like twice my age. I don't care to be there. Yeah, yeah. I guess it depends on like the the job that you have. And, yeah. And See, what... I I I mingle with those people. Like I don't care. I, I'm I'm taking my 50 year old like little server. Yeah. And I'm spinning her around. We're having a good time. You know, like better not. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I connect with people. I connect with people. Well, guys, if you have any... Hold on. What? <laughs> Hold on. I have one more. I'm just curious. I have one more. Go ahead. Go I, go I love on. this. I love go this. On. Have you guys ever had to deal with like a work snitch? You guys say you can't. You got to figure oh, out who the work yeah. snitch is. But give a me an example of a, of a time oh. when someone oh my God. Okay. blew up your spot for no fucking reason. You could have just minded your business and you telling on me for no reason. I mean, Sadie, you already said something when you said like we, you don't talk to your... Uh, co-worker with about your personal life, but has anybody like tried to get you in trouble? I got yes. you. I got yes. you. Yes. I got you. Pulling up my Instagram ahead, and shit. Go ahead. You um, wanna go? Well, mine's just short and sweet, but I remember okay. like years ago, I was a teenager. I remember working at a restaurant. I was like the hostess, and I'd fallen asleep at the hostess stand. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking dead. It was it was it was really dead. Like it wasn't like it was busy and I was just like but it was so dead and I was just sitting there for god knows how fucking long and I dozed off like whatever. But one of I think it was like one of the bartenders or whatever had took a picture of me at, asleep like at the hostess stand and then showed my boss and I got in trouble. You could have just said I was praying. Yeah. <laughs> Angelo. Like, yo, why had, would you interrupt my prayer? <laughs> right. I should have thought of that. I was 21, 22, 23, somewhere around there. And we had at my job, we had a pool party. Okay? It's like a yacht club type of deal. So we had a pool party for the employees. I got lit. I got a little, you know, one thing led to the next. Ended up hooking up with Shorty. We go to the bathroom, right? So, uh, the 
Roberto, Roberto, who was, he was a cleaning Boy, guy, that. right? He was, yeah. <laughs> Roberto comes, he's this old little man, he's in the kitchen. He comes into the bathroom and he goes, Oh, wait. He goes, well, You in trouble, wait. Mucho, <laughs> mucho chinga, chinga. <laughs> and so the girl that I was hooking up with just so happened to be the executive chef's. Daughter. I remember this. Yeah, you, the niece? you did tell us that. I remember yeah. that. Tell yeah. us, though. Tell us, bro. It, it, yo. <laughs> you, you man ratted on me. You man ratted on me, bro. He went right to him. He goes, he told That man came the next morning. Oh, my God. Tapping his. You. <laughs> Get the fuck over here. Like, oh. oh, my God, bro. When I tell oh you my, my heart dropped down to my balls, I'm like. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, ratted on my. He goes, oh, mucho chinga chinga, you in trouble, eh? <laughs> yup, I'll never forget. I'm like, fuck, Roberto. <laughs> yup. Yeah, got that's, me. that's way worse than falling asleep. Got me bad. When yeah. I worked at Costco, there was this little Spanish lady who tried to get me the fuck out of there by any <laughs> means, man. Man, I, I was miserable. Like, you know when you're depressed, you stop, like, giving a fuck about yourself and shit? Absolutely. Bro, I had the same routine at Costco every morning, 8 o'clock to 1 o'clock, go to and put these bagels on a tray, put these croissants on a tray. I, you know, you have to wear a uniform at Costco. It's not a uniform, but you have to wear jeans. You have to wear a collared shirt. Okay, well, I had my one pair of jeans and my one collared shirt. And guess what? I ain't doing laundry. So the shit was stinking, <laughs> son. And the lady was trying to get me the fuck out of there. I didn't know. I couldn't smell it or anything. But she every time she'd walk by, she'd cough. <laughs> and I hear oh her like, bring the manager to the, to the corner. Like, um, can I talk to you, Miss Ashley? Um, and yeah, she like point at me. I'm like, this fucking bitch is a little snitch. <laughs> Oh my god! And I remember I, I had to talk to her, and I was like, "Yo, bro, do we have a problem or something?" And she started crying. Oh no, I just, I ain't just worried. And then oh, I'm not the not tears, not, not the fucking tears. And that's when I knew how to get the fuck up out of there. A little work snitch. <laughs> oh, I'm bleeping that out too. I'm a name dropper today, boy. Damn, <laughs> yeah, not you handing out food smelling like sour. I had the work snitched, but it backfired on them because you were a work snitch. No, no, no. Oh. It backfired on them <laughs> on the work snitch. Yeah. So like they tried to pull up my Instagram uh, when I went out. Like my stories were still fresh. Lucas it was like, Sadie thought <laughs> it was like still within the 24 hour period. <laughs> it's like, oh, because I called out the next day. But I already told my boss I'm not coming in tomorrow because I got this thing tonight. Whatever. Like, he knew the vibes. Uh, mm. Whatever. So they were trying to, like... Right. Okay. Okay. So then... That's some shit. Right. Fucking bitch. Anyway, <laughs> she pulls up my stories to my boss. Mind you, my boss is texting me. He's like, oh, you won't believe who's talking about you. Oh, shit. I was uh, like, what? Not your boss being an instigator. I know. <laughs> no, you, you got to be careful who you adding on that gram. Uh -uh. No, but she didn't have me on the gram. Oh, you had your shit public? So my she shit found has always you? been public. But she See, maybe O been on or something. Maybe that's why he's private for shit like this. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> saw that beach pick with the finger, with the fingers holding the straps. Oh, yeah, the, the boat pick. Yeah, yeah I, took, I took that picture. Yeah, very famous picture. But yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I get them angles. She do. <laughs> but um, so it's funny because I was close with my boss and um his family. Not my current boss, my another boss. It was a different job. Mm. So I was actually at, what was it, his niece's party. So he already knew, like, she's with, you know, my friend's family. Like, yeah, and I yeah. told him, I was like, I'm not coming in. Like, you see the time I'm leaving? So see the just, time I'm on? I'm on demon time. <laughs> so it backfired on that person because he's like, oh, you know, you're, you're instigating. This is almost borderline <laughs> harassment. He was lecturing that person for trying to snitch on me. Yeah. But he already knew what it was. 
So yeah. that worked okay. out. That sounds me. like a good boss. Yeah. To like yeah. nip it in the bud right yeah. there. Yeah. He's like, you know, we don't do this in the workplace. I was like, yeah, let me fucking recover from this hangover. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. Shit. But yeah, so if you guys have like any. Any stories about, like, any weird shit that's gone on in your job? Let us hear that shit. Yeah, seriously, that would be really dope. I know. Like, do you like your coworkers? Do you party with them? Do you hate them? Do you, like, keep everything separate? Do they be snitching on you? Shout out to my coworkers. Are you coworkers. the worst snitch? Shout out to my employees. <laughs> I love y'all. Y'all know that. Some of them actually watch religiously. Aww. I was going to say, I got one, one more. My last question. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> You guys, you guys got. Do you guys believe in telling coworkers about like the podcast? Absolutely. Yeah. Let yes. me tell you a story real quick, man. Let me tell you how my life changed when I worked at Costco. I was just a bagel. I mean, a bakery employee at Costco. You know, and at the time, I was doing vlogs with my girl. We were just doing shit and recording it and posting vlogs. Um, I showed one person at my job the vlogs, and he ended up telling everybody. And I, yeah. you know, I might have been embarrassed at first, but honestly, once I showed consistency and, and showed that I was passionate about it, the whole Costco universe. Knew about it, and I ended up gaining like 200 subscribers because everybody's like, oh, yo, you actually doing it, bro. And they wow. saw the talent in me yeah. at the time. Yeah. So I say that to say, yo, pe- people that are like have a day job and have a dream, don't be afraid to tell your coworkers because you with the coworkers every day. You got a whole, you got a whole employee lineup. You yeah. can get the whole business and then some to to follow you and support you. And that's Amen. the type yeah. of support that we Definitely. need. That's so. right. Well, I've, listen, I've had people come back to me and 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 give me clips verbatim. Cracking Aww. up, like I remember this one clip, the one, the clip that I was talking about, the dyke chick that pulled up on me, <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, yeah, I like men, you know. Like I had, there was like five coworkers came up to me the next day. They were pissing their pants. <laughs> the whole management office was pissing their pants. Aww. They get, it trickled down to some of my employees. They started following the podcast, Aww. like so. Yeah, people, listen, I, I, I definitely, for me. I, I've never been ashamed of like, hey, like, yeah, no, I venture yeah. outside the kitchen. You know, here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm fucking around. As and, you uh, should. Yeah. And uh, it's cool because you get to people see another light, another realm of right. you. And if they already fuck with you, it's, it, you know, they, they, they're, it's intrigued. a cool experience. Exactly. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. intrigued by like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. And they stay in tune. So, yeah. yeah. Shout out to the people who uh who still uh, support me to this day on the pod. I appreciate it. Appreciate so it. does the yeah, great print, right? Cheers to y'all. All right. So that's a wrap for that. Thanks, mm-hmm. thanks for tuning in, guys. Yep. Make sure you follow us on IG underscore the great print podcast. Click the link in our bio to catch us on all our streaming platforms. And make sure you also follow Polymath Media Network. Thank you. Bitch. <laughs> Later, guys. Good night. Bye.